The Minnesota Wild snagged a couple of huge statement wins over the weekend. We break them down, plus we take the temperature of the Central Division so far. All that and more today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap a banner weekend for the Minnesota Wild with a couple of wins against the Eastern Conference opponents, the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Islanders. We have Alex Micheletti joining the show today to talk about those games and some of the things that we noticed from yet another couple of comeback wins for the Minnesota Wild. We'll also look ahead to the week and we'll play a little uh, buy, sell, or stay with the stock of the rest of the Central Division. So busy show today. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer. You can follow me here on Twitter at Seth Topes. And uh, happy to have you along for a Monday edition. We are feeling all right on this Monday, and we are joined by Alex Micheletti today talking about the 8-3 and three Central Division-leading Minnesota Wild. Alex, what's happening? Uh, yeah, it was an amazing, uh, amazing weekend for our Wild. A uh, big, big four points, taking it uh, from uh, from two Eastern Conference teams. So, yeah, it was, it was fun. And, uh, uh, you know, this, uh, this Wild lineup uh, full of depth and every line scoring. And, <clears throat> yeah, just fun. And uh, good to see uh, both goalies get, get wins. So... Um, good, good for the young kid to cop out to get a, get a win after the first, uh, first game, he had a, you know, rough, rough start. So good bounce back for him. And, uh, yeah, so thank God for our, uh, Minnesota wild and, you know, after the <laughs> a tough Minnesota sports, uh, weekend for the rest of our squad. So, yeah, it uh, was, uh, it was not a great weekend for Minnesota sports, but the Minnesota wild are here to erase that. It started on Saturday with a crazy comeback win against the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Wild trailed by two goals with basically four minutes to play in the third period. They went empty net and got uh, a goal to make it uh, at that point four to three. Waited a little bit and then went back to the empty net and got the game tying goal from Ryan Hartman with two seconds in regulation. Overtime wasn't enough. And then in the shootout, we got to see the full display of skills from Kirill Kaprizov, Kevin Fiala, and then Nick Bugstad getting a win against his former team. Um, what, what did you think? What impressed you most about um, the Pittsburgh win uh, for the Wild to start the back-to-back on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, just the never-give-up attitude with this team. It was, you know, it was incredible. I mean... I mean, you look, look, and uh, another thing that I thought was impressive was Dean Evason just, uh, you know, throwing out Adam Beckman there late. Um, and Beckman makes the play behind the net uh, and in battles and gets it, gets it to Dumba. And, you know, Dumba 
uh, you know, gets it on net and then, you know, uh, Ryan Hartman gets the rebound and puts it in. And so, yeah, it was impressive. And, you know, uh, you got guys out there in the shootout who never are in the shootout and, uh, good for Bukestad to get, to get a little revenge from his former squad. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was just incredible. Um, you know, I, I, I love this, this team's attitude of, of never giving up. That's that, that's what impresses me so much. And, and Bukestad is a perfect way to segue into kind of this bigger point, which I think is why we haven't been talking more about the slow starts for Kirill Kaprizov and Kevin Fiala is because there are so many guys that are chipping in and helping kind of shoulder that load early on. And maybe no bigger player is doing that than Ryan Hartman, who now has six goals on the season. And he looks as though he has just found another gear so far this year, has pretty seamlessly shifted through, I think, pretty much every line so far this season, and is building off of a really, really strong playoff against Vegas um, last year. Just looks sensational so far this year. Yeah, he he, uh, he does it in any role that he's asked um, on this team. It's uh, you know he'll he'll say and do all he does all the right things out there, and uh, um, I, he he plays with uh, you know like a rat mentality. He you know he grinds. Uh, you know he's physical. He's exactly the type of player that you want on this on this team, and so um, everybody's following his uh, his lead, and it's it's great. Uh, you know, another guy that I thought was amazing all weekend was Jonas Brodeen. Yeah. I mean, uh, defensively, he was just amazing. He chipped in uh, offensively, uh, especially tonight. Uh, he, his goal, it looked like he scored it from Tom Reed's. Uh, um, so it was, <laughs> yeah, it was impressive. I just, uh, I liked everything he did all weekend. Uh, him and, and also Jared Spurgeon, too. I mean, yep. the tipping goal that he had against Pittsburgh, I was like, what is little Jared Spurgeon doing, doing out front there? Uh, you know, he chipped, you know, he just casually got into the, into the offensive zone there. And then, uh, you know, tips home, uh, um, from a shot from Jonas Brodeen. And so, yeah, it was, it was a great, great weekend from, from every line and, and everybody on the decor was great too. I thought Kulikov was looked, looked really good tonight too. So, um, you love to see it. I am going to read a couple of stats, uh, courtesy of Michael Russo that, and Brett Marshall of uh, the Sound the Foghorn podcast. Um, and I want you to pick which one is most impressive um, of the, uh, the, the stats. So the first one that I'm going to mention, 29 points by wild defensemen so far this year, which is fourth in the NHL. And as you, as you talked about, that was a huge part in the win against the Islanders, which we'll talk about more next segment because I want to try to blanket that as a statement win for this team so far this year. But uh, 29 points for wild defensemen so far this year, fourth in the NHL. The Islanders, by extension, have 11, and that is 32nd in the league. So obviously the wild defense getting way more involved in the scoring um, to start the year, which has been great. The other one that I wanted to point out, the Duhame sturm hartman line played 12 minutes and four seconds of even strength time together. In that time, they scored two goals. They had a 17-9 shot attempt advantage. They had a 10-3 shot advantage. 
and they had a 63.76 expected goals for percentage um, in that time. And that all came, as Brett mentions, against one of the best defensive teams in the NHL. Um, another credit to Ryan Hartman for uh, for hopping in on that line as the Wild continue to kind of juggle that fourth line with Nick Bugstead playing down there um, with a couple of guys back. But, um, you know, both of those stats, I think, really impressive uh, in what that line was able to do, but also the fact that the Wild defense has been so active and involved um, early on in this season. Yeah, the the stats about the defenseman, I think, is huge because, um, you know, the D, uh, they have to be involved in the offense. They have to activate. They they get the puck moving. They get it, you know, they get it deep. Um, you know, this team, uh, w- with the offensive defenseman that they have in, in, uh, in Jared Spurgeon and Matt Dumba, um, they're going to create a lot of offense, um, you know, just – with how they move the puck. Um, and, you know, we mentioned uh, Spurgeon uh, and Brodeen, but Matt Dumba was great all weekend too. He was, he was getting in deep uh, and, and chipping in and uh, yeah, he was, he was very impressive and it all starts from the back end. You know, they get, they get the puck in um, and, and, you know, create, you know, just havoc um, out there. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's what impressed me the most. And then, you know, of course, we can talk about Duhame too. Um, he was buzzing, buzzing the night. Yeah. Um, his uh, his shot is very impressive, uh, and his physicality he wears out. Um, you know, the defense uh, back there, and they just always seem to uh, just control the puck when when they are out there. And yep. so it's it's very impressive uh, for a kid that had no NHL experience coming into the season. So, um, yeah, it's, it's fun to see that depth and I you know, hope it continues for him and yeah. the rest of his line. 100%. Uh, we will continue to, uh, to recap the weekend. We'll talk more about what I'm calling the statement win of the season with, uh, the five to two win over the Islanders because Dean Evison pulled a Barry trots. We'll talk about why, and we'll talk about how next here on locked on wilds. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your favorite live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite shows, Movies, sports, all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. The best part? There is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Do you want an all-star team? You need an all-star hiring partner. You need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that lets you get what you really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can do it all, attract, interview, and hire, all at Indeed. Don't struggle to find your own quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find talent with the skills you need 
through tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed makes it easier for star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. You can pick what skills are important to you from those over 135 assessments and get a clear view of your top talent's abilities faster. With Indeed assessments, you can reduce hiring time by 12% according to Indeed data worldwide. So get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Again, get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Just as a reminder, we are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Seth Topol joined today by Alex Micheletti for a Micheletti Monday, a victory Monday. We're having a great time recapping what was a fun weekend for the Minnesota Wild. And Alex, I teased it. The Minnesota Wilds beats the New York Islanders at their own game in Sunday's win, the 5-2 win against the Islanders because they outshot the Islanders 16-2 in the third period. And, you know, it was funny to me watching this game because that was the thing that I was worried that the Islanders were going to do to the Wild. That zone possession style that they play where they just frustrate you and they limit your ability to um, to even possess the puck. Boy, was that refreshing to see the Wild do that to a guy like Barry Trotz, who has been around forever. Dean Evason uh, put on a little clinic here tonight in the Islanders style. Yeah, um, I, uh, I've i thrown it out there a bunch. Uh, I, I consider Barry to be the best coach in the NHL, um, just with the system, like you mentioned, that they run. Um, you know, I think, I think they caught the Islanders at a good time. Uh, they have a couple of older defensemen and Andy green and, uh, Zidio Chara. Um, and I think they, they were starting to tire them out. Um, they talked about it on the broadcast too. I mean, they played in Winnipeg last night. Um, and so they had to travel here. Um, and so I, I just think the wild really took it to them and, and used their speed and, you know, continued to wear out, um, that decor and, uh, yeah, it was just absolutely incredible. Um, you know, great coaching, uh, great coaching by the Wild, and just uh, yeah, very very impressive to watch. I wanted to talk about Capo Kakinen too because he gave up the two goals, had 19 saves on 21 shots, and I thought it looked really good. And so something we've kind of tried to do all season so far is key in on and look at how the opponent scores their goals, and so. First goal, you you give up to the Islanders on a delayed penalty with like 18 seconds left in the first period. Um, a tough one to give up because there were three wild defensemen right in front of the net, and Anders Lee just happened to look down and say, oh, the puck, and tapped it past Capo for that first goal. So that one, I think, you know, with the clear never happens, but or even just, just possessing the puck. It probably never happens. And, you know, a credit to the Islanders for making a play, but I don't necessarily put that one on Capo. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't think I don't think you put either goal on him tonight. Yep. Um, you know, 
that first one, I'm sure he wants back, but uh, you know, that's, <laughs> that's where Anders Lee lives. Um, he, he's right. just, he's just like Zach Breezy. Um, he's not a guy that uh, um, is going to score that skill goal. He's not a Matt Barzell who's on his line. Um, but uh, yeah, he just, he lives in front of the net and he, um, you know, just rifled it in right, you know, right off the rebound. It was a bam, bam play. Um, so, you know, that t- tough one to give up. Uh, um, but, you know, he didn't get down on himself, which is good um, because, right. you know, the first game against Nashville, a couple of those goals, he really, really let in some soft, soft ones. And, you know, tonight, I don't think either goal was what you would be considered a soft goal. No, and he he had some really, really nice saves. Like, there were a couple of opportunities where the Islanders probably could have scored, and just great saves. And then you have that just pure insanity save in the crease by Matt Dumba to somehow, like, kick the puck before it goes in. So a team effort, but, you know, a great bounce back for Capo, who needed, I think, a nice confidence boost after his Nashville start. And, I mean, Talbot has taken most of the starts this year, so there haven't been a ton of opportunities. But, you know, stick tap for uh, for Capo for making the most of his tonight. Yeah, you could tell how much it meant uh, to his teammates. They were patting him on uh, on his pads. Um, you know, a job well done and uh, a, a huge confidence boost. Because, like, we talk, we've talked about in previous episodes, they're going to need him. You know, um, Cam... Uh, has continued to be the MVP. I'll yep. keep on saying that, even above you know guys like Fiala and Kaprizov. It all starts from the back end, and uh, you need Cam Talbot to be your MVP. And so you need your you need a uh, a Robin to the Batman um, in, in the goal uh, goaltending, um, and and Capo's got to be there for twenty five games maybe. Um, yep. And so uh, keep to keep cam uh, fresh and, and ready uh, once uh, once playoff time rolls around. And so, yeah, this is huge. Um, I think, uh, I think the Islanders are, uh, you know, even though right now they're <laughs> lower in their division a little bit than where they would expect to be. I think they're one of the best teams in the, in yep. the Eastern conference and come play of time, uh, come playoff time. That's a team that you don't, you don't want to play. I, I tell people I think uh, they're the Bemidji of the NHL because uh, uh, when they uh, when they are rolling and they uh, they have a lead, they really start to shut things down. Now I think the Wild again caught them at a good time on a back to back, and I think Wes mentioned it on the broadcast. They were five zero and two in their last uh, seven games. So I mean they uh, they are they were a team that was hot coming into this, and so. The Wild really took it to them and proved to the rest of the league that, hey, we can take out uh, top teams in either conference. So, yeah. yeah, big big confidence boost for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a great statement win for this team who now in eight wins have completed seven comebacks. They're leading the Central Division with 16 points. And, you know, we are, again, we're now through 11 games this season and we still haven't really seen... We've seen Kaprizov play much better recently, and you know Fiala continues to play well as well. Those guys are not going to not score the whole season. And when those guys get going, this team is going to be a problem. And so that's why I think that this was a statement win for this team against the Islanders is because once all the pieces are clicking, 
this is a team that's capable of winning like 10 or 12 in a row and just distancing themselves from the rest of this division. Yeah, I mean, the most impressive thing to the start of this season has been the third and the fourth lines developing a scoring touch and carrying the load at times when the top top end guys are, uh, I wouldn't say struggling, but just quiet. Yeah. Um, And so because they're getting chances, I mean, Kevin Fiala has just been so snake bitten, um, especially in that Ottawa um, game. And so. Um, you know, the goals are going to come, um, uh, everything that they're saying, um, has been positive, which is great. Um, you know, uh, no one's getting down on themselves and, um, Krill looked good too tonight. Uh, yeah. he looked lively, um, just, you know, um, yeah, didn't, didn't score, but even, uh, uh, you know, Zuccarello coming off COVID, not, not, not practicing much. Uh, he looked great tonight too. So, um, the goals are going to come. Uh, I don't think wild fans have anything to worry about uh, about the top end guys and no the way the way the decor is helping contribute offensively that you know that makes up for the for the you know top line not scoring um at a pace that we would expect them to be at so far the wild power play was electric and didn't end up you know they didn't end up coming away with a goal but that was the best that that power play has looked with zuccarello back on that line on that top power play line that's the best that power play has looked all season. Like, oh man, yeah, it, it was, was unbelievable. I mean, Barley was just flopping all over yeah. the place. I mean, <laughs> they were moving the puck, and uh, yeah, I thought Eck was going to score there, and Kaprizov had a chance, and Zuccarello was zipping the puck around too. It was, yeah, that was impressive. They had the Islanders on on their heels, which he, they we you know that doesn't happen a lot to them, and no. so. Uh, it was impressive. The ice was tilted in, in the wild favor, especially in the third period. Um, one one before we, we flip and we kind of take the temperature of the rest of the division. What, it's going to be interesting to see because it sounds like Jordan Greenway will skate on Tuesday. I don't know where you put him, honestly. Like the third, the third line with Hartman now with Sturm and Duhame looked great. The fourth line looked good with Bugstead and Rask. And I don't know. Like, I really like the Felino, Erickson, Eck, and Fiala. I like that combo. And Kaprizov, Zuccarello, and Goudreau looked really good tonight, too. I, I don't know where you put him. No, I mean, he's such a frustrating player to watch because, um, you know, if he's not physical... I mean, he doesn't do much out there um, and he's not a power play guy. And so what do you do with him? I mean, he was playing top six before he got hurt. Um, and so um, he projects to be more of a fourth line guy. Um, but I don't know. You don't, <laughs> you don't want to mess with chemistry. And so no. it's like, uh, it's like, do you keep him in the press box? You know, so the Dean's going to have to have, you know, some really tough lineup decisions here um you know very soon yeah i'm i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie i probably will be a little disappointed if they go right back to felino erickson and greenway um i think i mean just looking at the uh i had it up and now of course i uh took it down but just even looking at the minutes tonight of uh of what various guys had um, 
it's it's just I, I just I don't want to bump Fiala back down. I mean Fiala had eighteen minutes tonight, Felino had seventeen and a half, Eriksonek had twenty. Like that is a minute total that those guys should all be playing. And I don't want to bump Fiala down to the third line to where he is missing three or four minutes a night. So I I think I think you gotta I think you got to just give Greenway a couple of games, and if Rask starts to struggle, then you flip those two, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the way Eck, Eck was phenomenal late, yeah. too. I mean, he's the Wilds' best two-way uh, forward. Um, he, the, the play he made on at Barzal was incredible, and that got the puck to Jonas Brodin for his uh, parking lot goal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I love, I love that line. Yeah. Marcus Foligno, uh, he needs to have those minutes too, cause he's a great defensive forward as well. And so, yeah, uh, if Greenway gets in, he's got to have limited minutes and, uh, Fiala is one of your game changers. He's got to play that 18, 19 minute right. range. I, I really like that for him. Yeah. I, th- I think the line combos are good. We just gotta, mm-hmm. just gotta let him play out. Um, Let's finish today with uh, a little look at the rest of the division. We will take the temperature of the rest of the Central with buy, sell, or stay. We're buying, selling, or staying with Central Division team stock to finish things up on today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. Thanksgiving is right around the corner, and that means holiday baking season is here. It's full of all the good food and treats, But maybe instead of grabbing that delicious dessert, you can find something that tastes great but isn't so full of calories and sugar. It is the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar should be your new holiday dessert. One slice of pie, for example, I love pie, let's be honest, has upwards of 300 calories on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Plus, the flavors line up, too. Instead of that coconut cream pie you love, you can go with the coconut built bar. Or go with the raspberry instead of the raspberry pie. Plenty of great flavors to step in for those go-to desserts. And all are low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, high-protein. And covered in 100% real chocolate. So if you're looking for something sweet this holiday season, try a built bar. And especially try Built Bar on Built Bar Black Friday. Make sure to mark your calendar because Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So head to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. We're available everywhere you listen to podcasts at no charge. Central Division with the Minnesota Wilds on top at 8-3 and three with 16 points. This is an obvious, if we're going for buying stock, uh, stock selling stock, or staying uh, obvious buy for the Wild because they're great. So we're not gonna we're not gonna even go to that one. Uh, the St. Louis Blues come in at seven two and one in second place. So Alex, are we buying, selling, or staying with the Blues? 
Um, they lost tonight, but uh, uh, I'm I'm buying the Blues. They they yep. are playing really 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 good hockey right now. Um, Vladdy uh, Tarasenko has looked uh, incredible. Good to see him back. Um, David Perron, it, it seems like he never ages. Um, Jordan Bennington's playing really well. Um, and I like their decor with uh, Colton Pareko, Tori Krug. Um, and so, um, you know, they have a great coach too um, in Barubi. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm always scared against the Blues. They always seem to be a tough matchup for the Wild. And so, yeah, I'm buying the Blues. Winnipeg Jets are next. They are 6-3-2, 14 points currently in third place in the division. And after, um, of course, after the uh, the loss to the Wilds, they have just gone on a tear ever since. Are we buying, selling, or staying with Winnipeg? Oh, I'm buying. I mean, uh, you know, they had their COVID scare too, but now they have everybody back. And their top six is very, very scary when they yep. get going. Kyle Connor. Mark Shifley, one of the best centers in the game. Uh, Blake Wheeler, he never seems to age either. Um, and uh, a good bounce back so far for Pierre-Luc Dubois um, after the trade from Columbus. He looks to be settling in. Um, their decor kind of is, 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 is okay with Pionk and Morrissey. And yeah. uh, Nate Schmitz had a good good start. But uh, I'm buying Winnipeg. I think uh, I think they, they look really good so far. Um, next up, the Nashville Predators, 6-5-1 and one with 13 points. Uh, and Nashville off to a nice little 6-3-1 and one in their last 10. Buying or selling with Nashville, they just lost to Chicago, too. You know, I'm selling. <laughs> They're a weird team to figure out. Uh, you know, they they look phenomenal. I uh, watched a little of their game against Vancouver and uh, they rely so much on Roman Yossi. Um, and if, uh, if, if he's not creating offense, then they, they can really, really, really struggle. Yeah. Um, you know, because they have way too many inconsistent forwards. Uh, Matt Duchesne's on a little, has been on a little hot streak, but, uh, our old friend, Mikhail Granlin, uh, hasn't been doing much. Uh, and, uh, you know, Luke Cunnan and, and Ryan, you know, Johansson, um, like, like I said, there isn't much back there on defense. Uh, Ekholm's okay, but he hasn't been producing. Yeah, and they give up a ton of shots every night. They're relying on Saros to make 30, 35 plus saves, and that's really tough to do Jeez. on a goaltender, you know, night in and night out. Um, and so they don't have much of a backup. I mean, the guy beat the wild, but then uh, they threw him out there against Edmonton and he got uh, lit up, you know, I'm sure, you know, most goalies will, will but uh, yeah, when you don't have much of a backup be there, it's uh, I'm just selling Nashville. I, I, I don't like uh, what they did in the off season. And so I think they're going to eventually struggle. Yeah. Um, next, we go to the Dallas Stars, who are 4-4-2. Four, four, and two. They've got 10 points. Where are we at with Dallas? You know, every one they've had has been in, in overtime. <laughs> so, uh Yeah, all four. Um, so, you know, I, I'm selling them, too. I don't have. I don't think they have the goaltending or the depth. Um, no. And uh, a guy, their captain, and Jamie Benn, has really – plateaued over the past couple of years um they're really relying on uh some older guys to try to con contribute and joe pavelski um you know 
Alexander Radulov. Um, and so Sagan's uh, been okay. Um, you know, and so they rely on their defense again, uh, another team to, to put in offense. And so, yeah, I just don't think they have the depth and their goaltending really shakes me. I don't, Ugh. uh, I don't really trust Holtby or, or our old friend who they're <laughs> another team that gives up a <laughs> Doby. They, they're, they're another team that gives up a ton of shots. And, uh, so yeah, I don't trust Dallas one bit. Um, Next, the Colorado Avalanche, who are four, five, and one so far. Um, I think I know which way I'm leaning here, but uh, what do you think for the Avs? Oh, I'm buying. Uh, it's uh, you know they're eventually going to get everything all together. Um, right. Uh, it's just you know it's slow slow start for some of the guys and, and injuries. They've hit the injury bug so much, um, and so once they get their full squad. Uh, all all squared away watch out i mean yeah you saw what this bold byram kid can do when mccarr's out it's scary i mean they have uh i think one of the most skilled uh decors in in the national league yeah. not just western conference but eastern conference too they can skate um and uh you know it's all going to come down to darcy kemper um he's known as we know here to another old friend uh He's he's known to have meltdown games, um, and yep. so if he can keep it all together, um, you know, then you know, then they can hang in there. They're the um, you know they're no, they're just like Edmonton. They want to outscore and out, out run and gun you. Um, so uh, they're fine with playing six five, you know, five four games. You know, if it comes down to that, because they have you know, one of the best lines in, in hockey and uh, McKinnon, Landeskog, and Rantman. And yeah. when those guys get humming, <laughs> watch out. Uh, it's 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 really, really, really tough, um, you know, to, to go against for sure. When those guys get humming, the wins will start coming. So that uh, final one that we're going to do, I'm going to lump them together because I think it's the same for both. <laughs> the Chicago Blackhawks and the Arizona Coyotes, who I'd like to point out, Chicago has been outscored by 20 goals so far this year in 13 games. Arizona has been outscored by 30 in 12 games. So this seems like a pretty easy sell for both. Oh yeah. It's, it's a sell uh, for both. Um, you know, uh, you know, Chicago fired their coach the other day. And so, you know, you expect, you know, first game they want to go out and, and try to win it for him. But uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see this team, doing anything um i feel bad uh for jonathan taves and patrick kane uh you know they have their cups but if you know when you're superstars like that and you're seeing game after game you can't even get a lead um it's Jeez. tough and it's gotta be tough on mark andre flurry too coming off of Vesna trophy mm -hmm. um just going from what he had in vegas with petrangelo and Martinez and Theodore and McNabb to what he has in Chicago. It's a nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's an automatic sell and I wouldn't, I would expect them to try to move a lot of their big guns um, come trade deadline, maybe even a Taves or Kane, you know, so watch out. Um, <laughs> so that, that's going to be one to watch. And, uh, Arizona, they got their first win last night. Uh, that was <laughs> just uh, incredible. I, 
did not think Seattle would choke it, uh, choke away that uh, that one to Arizona, but <laughs> good for them. But they are a nightmare franchise. Um, I I don't see it getting better anytime no. soon. They're playing for for all their draft picks, <laughs> so. Um, when you face Arizona, you better get your two points and get out of Dodge. Right. Yeah, just get out of town, take the win, and go. And so there you have it. Buy, sell, or stay for the Central Division after the uh, first handful of games for uh, every team. That will also conclude today's episode of Locked on Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure to head to Locked On NHL to get a recap of everything that happened over the weekend. Crazy weekend of games, as is always the case. Uh, make sure also to follow Locked On Wild wherever you listen to podcasts, all of our f- social media channels as well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube as well for video content throughout the week. You can follow Alex at Alex McLeddy on Twitter, and uh, you can also follow me at Seth Topes. That does it. For our Monday episode, Uh, you can find new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.